Hello, I'm your host, Charlie, from Southern California. Welcome to Think Dance, a podcast whose mission is to promote dance as a way to manage and improve health. Welcome to today's episode of Think Dance. This is the second in a series of four episodes with Emma Rutter. She's a senior at Santa Clara University studying neuroscience and theater arts with an emphasis in dance and a biology minor. She was kind enough to take time out of her busy schedule to talk to me. If you haven't listened to the first episode with Emma, be sure to listen to that one first and then come back to this episode as I continue talking with Emma. So how do you deal with injuries and setbacks? Because I'm sure you've had, you've injured yourself. Yeah. I was very fortunate to have a relatively injury-free training. I did tear my hamstring when I was 12, and I did fully sprain my ankle when I was, was 16 or 17, the the summer before my senior year. Mm -hmm. And that one was a little bit harder because I was actually training at Ballet Austin when it happened. And I had to make the decision to leave early, which was kind Mm. of a harder thing to do. And I'm glad I did so because it was a weird sprain that ended up I needed to be in a boot because I was re-spraining every time I walked on it. Um, But it wasn't a sprain that presented like, you know, black, blue, scary looking. (laughs) I'm just one of those. It it was just not right. And I knew Mm. it wasn't right. I definitely dealt with it. My thing as a teacher and as a choreographer and then as a dancer, like, is using time that I was injured to process the injury of whatever is happening. And then if it's a long-term injury, like, cultivate my creativity in other ways, Mm -hmm. whatever that might be. And also just, I kind of, while I still, like, maintain training in terms of, like, conditioning, Mm -hmm. I kind of took a step back. And kind of explored other things I didn't get to normally do. I was only really out for like two, three weeks after like the summer term mm-hmm. when the school term started. So the ability of being able to like, you know, go to the first high school senior events that I normally wouldn't have been able to go to, mm-hmm. taking advantage of that. And then the other thing was, is when I started back, I was very fortunate. I have, since I hindered my hamstring so young, I had a really good relationship with a the physical therapist oh. um, and went quite consistently. So I was a slow and steady recoverer. <laughs> I would start with, if I knew I was injured or something was wrong or I'm having issues, I would take like a level three class that week instead of a level eight class that week mm-hmm. and start that slow mm-hmm. just for a little bit, because otherwise it would, I would re-injure myself too quickly. So that was kind of my approach. And I was fortunate enough to have a dialogue with the studio I was training with to be able to like take that time away opposed right, to right. sitting and watching. Which right. Yeah. For me and like as a dancer in that moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some emotions that you feel while you're dancing? It depends on what I'm dancing. I think... If I'm performing, my like first emotion is always, you know, there's always a little bit of nervousness because sometimes you care a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
I think I feel a lot of emotions of like being in my body. I'm a generally like I can be an anxious forward thinker. Mm. And this is the only time that I'm really settled into like what I'm doing in that moment. So while I'm dancing, it's it's almost like a meditative state for me because I can't think about what I need to do on Friday at 2 p.m. if I'm worrying about like where my leg is positioned or what what comes on the next count. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, it's more like a a nice centering of like going back into my body for me. So do you feel like, you know, dancing has helped you cope with like issues in your life in the past? Yeah, I think so. I think that actual movement was very, um, centering and helpful during times where I, I know now, like if I'm really stressed, the worst thing I can do is like be immobile. Mm. <laughs> um, so if I'm really stressed, even though I might have 500 things to do that day, like going to take a Pilates class or a dance class or something like that is going to refocus my brain a lot better than other things. There are obviously times where dance is a source of stress and you have to find that in a different way. But Right, right. So how do you, how would you balance like your personal life with your, I don't know, because you have a very rigorous dance schedule or you had? I would say there wasn't a lot of balance, to be honest. I went to high school full time. So I still went to a standard public school Mm -hmm. and then I trained 25, 30 hours a week. And then I was also like an AP student. I did all Mm -hmm. that as well. I was fortunate. My high school was on a like college based schedule so instead of like a block schedule or anything like that if you get some classes that were only monday wednesday friday and some that mm. were thursday and some that were four days a week so i didn't like if i had an off hour mm. i was either in a physical therapy session i was either at home making food for my later training that day or i was um, at in a in a private lesson so I would say my blending was that a lot of my personal life was at the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends were there as well. And that was kind of like how I created balance. And then I did a lot of my rule was five minutes now equals in five minutes later, I don't need to do something. So I did a lot of homework within those off hours so that I could finish all of my work prior to starting training. Interesting. Wow. So do you think that like created a lot of stress I don't know, either like unconsciously or just like. I think it just, I thought it was, it was, it didn't create a lot of stress at the time because I thought that was normal because uh-huh. um, that's what all my friends were doing as mm-hmm. well. So it was a little bit more of that was just what's happening. I think it really improved my time management skills because predominantly I was always working towards a goal and then I was always executing that. At times it was stressful and I was in a very understanding place where that if it was possible, like if I had a huge exam and even though I'd been studying, I still felt unconfident. Mm-hmm. I could like, miss a class and change something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty much so either I was dancing, I was doing schoolwork or I was tired. And so, um, so I was, I didn't dance on Sundays, which was awesome for me. And that was like a movie homework, relaxing day. Uh-huh. So I think I still keep that balance now where I realize that sometimes I just need a second to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it definitely set me up 
to be at a very high level of busyness for better and for worse. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Think Dance podcast. If you like what you just heard, please pass along my web address, thinkdance.life, to your friends and family. Join me next time for another episode of the Think Dance podcast.